Love Talk Radio. Heavy love and heavy metal. We have them both today. Stay tuned for Athena to preview her debut American album and Solus Deus with an unreleased song just for us. It's Music Friday Live. Don't go away. I'm Patrick O'Heppernan, your host at Music Friday Live, and we're on every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern on the Blog Talk Radio Network, on the Cyberstation USA Network, and on our radio affiliates. We bring you today's hottest new upcoming musical artist. And remember, this is your show. These bands are here to talk with you. So if you are listening live, you can call us, 347-215-7511. Or if you're listening to a podcast, you can email your questions and your comments to musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And you can email them, too, if you're listening to us live. That's fine. So we're going to take a 30-second break. And when we come back, Athena joins us. Cameo Entertainment Group and Cyberstation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archive Cyberstation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Cyberstation USA. Always on the go. We have a surprise caller on the line. Boy, this is what I love about this show is that something with live radio, you never know what's going on. Hi there. Hello. <laughs> Introduce yourself. Yes, this is Melly Malavasi. I'm a Costa Rican singer-songwriter. Uh, very excited to be here at uh, Music Friday Live. Well, we're excited you're here, too, and thank you so much for, for uh, surprising us. <laughs> All right. uh, you know, I've got an intern over there who's waving at me saying, well, it's, it's on your script, Patrick. You knew that, that I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, well uh, you know, life is, life is, so I'm very, very happy and excited, you know. <laughs> well, uh, you've got something to tell us, so go ahead. Yes, um, well... Uh, first of all, I'm having my Tikali American tour. Basically, it's going to be from August the 2nd uh, to August the 13th. And it's basically me and another Costa Rican singer-songwriter. We're going to go through different um, places like Utah, Colorado, Kansas City, Nashville, Vegas. Um, and it's going to be like a, a cool, cool tour that we're going to do that. Are you and going to come also, to L.A.? Uh, yeah, well, I live in L.A., so that's where probably would would start there. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, I yeah. will be there. Is it possible that we can have you on the show for a full interview when you kick off your tour? Sure, of course. No problem. Yes, okay. I would love to. Mm-hmm. All right. And, and yeah. where can people see your tour dates and locations? Um, they can go to my website, um, melimalavasi.com. So Malavasi is M-A-L-A-V-A-S-I. 
I'm pretty sure we can uh, post it somewhere there. Um, okay. And if not, if you just go on Google and, and just put Melly, M-E-L-I, it'll show up. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I want to make sure that people have an opportunity across the country to uh, to go to your uh, – to attend your tour. And also, I'd like to attend it when you we do play in L.A. so I can uh, review it for all the – the local and national publications, so we're going to make sure we get those dates right. And is there a place that people can go to get your music? Yes. Uh, my new single, um, I, I produced this new EP called Girasol, uh, with, um, it's called Sunflower in English, and basically I produced it with um, the keyboard player and musical director from the band Juanes. Uh, okay. So it's it's a pretty big big deal and I'm very excited and well you can check out my music on iTunes and Spotify just basically Melly Malavasi and you can find it there and my new single No Vuelvas Mas comes out July the first so I'm very excited and you know I want to share with you guys. Mm-hmm. Okay, well thank you so much for for calling in. We will have you back on the show when you get ready to uh to launch the tour and I am just uh, delighted to be able to talk to you today. Thanks for taking the time to call in. Thank you Patrick. Have a great day. <laughs> you too. We'll be okay, right back. World Arts brings the entire music world together on one global stage. We give artists the tools to sell and license their music, interact with industry pros, and play live to a whole new audience. Wherever they are on their journey, we want artists to get paid for what they create. At World Arts, fans can discover new songs, get exclusive rewards, and crowdfund projects for artists. Brands can offer opportunities for artists to create original content that fans can instantly vote on and share. World Arts is the global music platform where we can all rise above the noise. Take your career to the next level. Discover new artists. At World Arts, it's all about the music. And that, of course, was uh, a little note from our broadcast partner, World Arts. Uh, I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, and I'm your host here at uh, Music Friday Live. Now, let me just say, if you were lucky enough to be at one of our next guest's performances over the past year when she wrote, tested the songs for her new EP, cherish those moments because you were a witness to history. Athena is one of the finest female voices on the planet and clearly one of the best songwriters. She was born in London of Greek parents, and she performs in both languages. She's been doing so since her teens, and she is so loved in the UK that the BBC actually produced a documentary on her. Well, she's moved across the pond. She's now here in Los Angeles. And tonight in Hollywood, Athena is releasing her very first American EP, Ready for the Sun, Part 1. And it's produced right here in the City of Angels. But first, she's here to talk to us at Music Friday Live, give us a little exclusive uh, radio preview of, of Ready for the Sun, and maybe some of the stories behind it. Athena, welcome back to Music Friday Live. Great to hear you, Patrick. And to be here, um, it's such a pleasure and honor. And thank you so much for your kind words. <laughs> well, as Henry Kissinger used to say, they have the added advantage of being true. Um, <laughs> right. 
Now, I, I know you've, you've been working on Ready for the Sun for at least a year now. Um, is this your usual MO, really meticulous perfection, no matter how long it takes, or was this kind of a special case? No, I do take my time uh, to, uh, you know, the whole process of writing the songs, because I kind of do everything. You know, I write the music, the lyrics, and I very much write a lot of songs before I choose the ones that um, I'm going to put on a record. Uh, so I, li- I do like to take time and write many, many, many songs. And then, for example, for Ready for the Sun, there were 80 songs, roughly. Uh, put them down to wait 50, then to Did 30. Did you just say 80 <laughs> songs? Did you say 80? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we'll get back to that. Continue on. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, I'm, um, and then eventually... Um, you know, uh, pick the songs. I mean, roughly I write uh, for two or three years before I feel that, you know, there's a song cycle there, or, you know, an album cycle. And, and then I'll pick the 10, 15 songs that I think are, you know, right for that record. And um, yeah, and I, I felt that this was very much a record inspired by LA and by my move here. Well, how long have you been in LA? I've been here about just over a year, actually, now. Um, I started coming here a few years ago, back and forth, and but officially, okay. you know, about a year, yeah. Well, if you've written 80 songs while you've been in L.A., that's about a song every four or five days. <laughs> oh, no, that's... no, it's 80 songs over the last three years. Oh, okay, all right. Well, that's that's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Um, a song every <laughs> two weeks. Even that's a pretty good <laughs> pretty good record all right sounds like you're being powered by la solar energy well (laughs) yeah you know they're not all good though (laughs) (laughs) oh i'll bet they're all good they're just just not all of them are perfect now the the album uh, goes through kind of a series of emotional environments and, and you fully inhabit each one of them but the through line seems to be hope and confidence is am i getting it there oh that's nice to hear yeah I guess it's it's a I have a positive outlook and um very much uh I feel like uh, you know the songs are basically the themes like you know inner peace outer peace with each other and peace with our planet so I'd say that that's those are the three main uh things as well um and just harmony and balance and peace and love um well yeah and, and the songs have two meanings yeah well, let's give our audience a, a little sample of exactly what we're talking about here. This is You Bring okay. It Up. <laughs> I'll never forget the way that I felt when I met you first. Nothing was said, but something was said in your smile. I said hello, you said hello, then we talked for a while. This is so natural. First of all, uh, let, let me say that that, that song um, um, should be covered by the FDA because it's addictive. Um, <laughs> I, I, I listened to it about 20 times yesterday, and, and it's as fresh as the first time I heard it. But it also raises an interesting wow. question. 
Um, the, and the text, text of the song is that you've met the right person. But the subtext there is where does luck come from? Does it come from chance meetings or, as it seems in your case, from hard work that you make your own luck? Wow, yeah, that's great, Patrick. Um, I love that. And it's true. I mean, I often uh, write, you know, um, like I hinted to earlier, like I write, there's two meanings usually in, in, in the songs. And, you know, I, I love that. I love having a double meaning, you know, and then letting everyone find their own as well. Maybe there's three meanings, maybe more. Okay. All right. I, I noticed you didn't answer the question, but, but, but we'll let you, um, we'll let you get away with it. Because, <laughs> you know, this is election season. Um, part of the, <laughs> part of making your own luck was, was moving to LA and, and, you know, the obvious reason for that move and probably everyone else's first thought at hearing the album's title is vir- moving away from the virtually permanent overcast of England to the virtually permanent summer of LA. But yeah. But was was there more to the move? I mean, you know, leaving family and friends and mentors and success and notoriety behind to start over in a very competitive music world, um, that took guts. So, so why did you decide to do that? Thank you for saying that, because it does take courage to change your life sometimes. Um, but I did really feel like it was the, the right thing to do. Uh, partly, I feel L.A. is actually a combination of London and Greece. Um, it has a very exciting uh, music industry, amazing songwriters and musicians, um, and also the weather of Greece. So it kind of combined the two places I love the most and where I'm from. But the other reason is I felt like my music, especially the where it's going with this new record, and um, it, it's better. Um, it's a better place for me. I just felt really pulled to come here. Uh, both in terms of the music, the songwriting, people I feel here really care for lyrics, uh, you know, because of the whole country music tradition and the singer-songwriter tradition in this country. Uh, people really appreciate what I do and in a way that I felt this record would be best served here. Uh, but there's also another dimension, and that's um, all my environmental work and all the things I care about, my spiritual practice, my meditation. I just felt that this place... It, it, it was was calling me, and it was a very hard decision to make, but ultimately I felt uh, it was the right one. Um, and then, you know, it, it was as I started exploring um, L.A., I found that also my songs started making it into films and TV series, and, and so I thought, oh, my God, it's an, in a way it's a no-brainer. And, um, yeah, so okay. there you right. go. <laughs> well, 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 like you said, um, this is kind of a gamble for you to, to move to, to L.A., Will the success of the album determine whether or not you stay? Not necessarily, because I'm still, you know, um, I'm, I haven't cut all ties. I mean, I'm still a UK artist. I still go back um, and do things there. I'm still going to be doing, you know, these days I'm an international artist. I'll be going back to Greece, you know, it's Europe and touring all over. So um, I think, you know, um, I will. I'm, I'm determined to stay. I feel this is the place for me. I think I found my new home. Okay. Well, believe me, we're really, really <laughs> glad you did. Uh, and uh, uh, I, I don't think this album, the success is an if for this album. It, it's a how much. Um, you're, and you're not leaving much to chance. Now, tonight you're launching the album at a big party. Uh, you want to tell us about the party and also mention how my listeners in Los Angeles can go to the party. Yes. So um, so this record is basically being released as a trilogy in three parts. 
Um, and part one is being released today with a part, well, it was released a couple of days ago, but it's officially today with a, the gig um, and, the, and the party afterwards um, at the Hotel Cafe. Um, so uh, probably the easiest way is if people go to my website, athenamusic.com, um, and they can just find out, sign up to my mailing list, and I can just send them a ton of details. But basically it's uh, 8.30 tonight. Doors are open earlier uh, but if you wanna, if you can't make it earlier, 8:30 uh, in Hollywood at the Hotel Cafe, and we'd love to see you. The whole band that actually played on the record will be playing tonight for the album launch um, and the trilogy launch, because it will be a journey. Uh, the next part will be released in September, and the final record will be out with all the tracks and bonus material before Christmas. And for my uh, Southern California listeners, my L.A. listeners, the, if you don't know it, the Hotel Cafe is on Coenga between uh, Sunset and Hollywood Boulevard. Um, it's kind of mysterious. You have to go around the back. There's not a front door. You uh, you you park in the, the lot next to it or around the corner, and then you, you walk around to the little alley in the back, and uh, they will let you in. I suspect there's going to be a long line, so I would get there at least an hour early. Um, now, you, you mentioned three parts. Uh, you're, you're releasing the album in three parts, uh, two EPs and then a full album. What was the strategic thinking of releasing it that way instead of doing just the album? Well, um, what I realized is a few things. Um, first of all, the, the, two, the three parts each tell a different, slightly different story, and they work alone, um, as standalone uh, records. Um, but they work best as a whole. But the thing is, because I chose from so many songs, as I was saying, I really feel that every song is very strong, you know, and it has its own like strength and story behind it, you know. Um, so I felt it would be a shame to kind of, there are no fillers, if you know what I mean. There's no kind of song that's just there just to fill the, the length of the record. So um, in a way, I mean, at least that's what my producer said, you know, when we picked the tracks together, Ethan Allen, who I was very, very fortunate to work with, He's like, well, they're kind of, or a lot of them anyway, are, are, are singles, and um, we should release them slowly so that people can really spend time and, and get to know the, the record. Um, so that was partly um, actually my thinking, that by releasing five at a time, we give people a chance to uh, really listen and uh, enjoy you know, the little uh, chapters, let's say, like a book has chapters. It would be overwhelming if a book was like, didn't have any breaks and no sort of pauses in between. So I just feel it's a better way to tell the story by doing it in three parts. Okay. All right. Well, uh, obviously the, the, the song that, that we just played, it is, it, it stands alone as a single with, with no problem. So I, I, I can see what you're, you're doing there and I suspect it's going to get radio play and, and spins as a, a single on its own. Uh, well, we want to play s s some more of the, uh, the album and I've got one lined up here that I really kind of like this is autopilot
song that's autopilot that that song seems to be about what you do best and that's take chances and get out of your comfort zone okay <laughs> um, and because uh, that's what you've done here but but i noticed that, that that while you took the the gamble on moving to los angeles you you held on to something very important and that's your activism you are now the ambassador for the la-based organization the plastic pollution coalition uh, among other things now why are environmental and social activism, why is that so important to you when you have a career to build in a brand new market? Well, I just want to say uh, before I answer that, just as you were saying that, I'm so proud of the Plastic Pollution Coalition's work. And actually, we got a mention in the Rolling Stone magazine yesterday, um, which was fantastic. I'm so happy, uh, you know, um, artists, uh, like Maroon 5, Ben Harper, Bonnie Raitt, Jackson Brown, and um, I had the honor of being mentioned too. You know, we we are part of the coalition, and um, basically, uh, just in case people don't know, uh, as artists, we, we basically try to reduce plastic pollution on our tours, both through, you know, the kind of riders that we ask, uh, you know, venues, and the kind of merchandise that we sell, trying to keep the packaging plastic-free, Basically, trying to reduce uh, sing, uh, disposable plastic, single-use plastic is, is the main name. Um, well, you know, a question. Uh, if, yeah. Hold on a second. If uh, with people go to the the uh, the coalition's website, there is yes. a fabulous video on that that explains why we need to do this. And I yes, so why don't you exactly. give people the, the, the website if, if you know it? Yes, it's plasticpollutioncoalition.org. And it's uh, it's um, a video by Jeff Bridges. So I'm not, you know, he says it so well in two minutes. <laughs> so I'll let people uh, just watch that. I can't do it justice. <laughs> Absolutely, I I really recommend everybody go after you after you see that video. You won't ever buy water in a plastic bottle again. All right. Yeah, um, you know, it's a win-win because it's about our own health, you know, as well as the planets. It's not just about some other planet out there, you know. It's, exactly, it's and he explains that too. Well, speaking mm. of videos, you have a new video out too. You want to tell us about that? Yes, I'm so excited. It just went up, and I'd love everyone to check it out and let me know what they think. Uh, it's for You Bring Me Luck, the song that we just heard uh, earlier, the uh, the single, uh, the first single. And um yeah, it's just, uh, again, I guess another whole, uh, I don't know, shall I spoil the surprise? Shall I say who the star guest is? <laughs> oh, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, so um, there's this beautiful little dog called Rascal has been voted, um, he was actually on America's Got Talent, and he's been voted as the ugliest dog in the world. 
Um, and I, I kind of, I saw him and I'm like, yeah, he's pretty, you know, odd looking. Uh, but actually, as I got to know him, I realized he's so cute and so sweet. And he's like a little Buddha, you know, he's so calm and gentle and beautiful. And then so I realized, okay, how about we make this video? I mean, the director had the idea and just brilliant. And then we talked about it and we had this idea of like, talking about how love is more than skin deep, you know, that maybe initially you see something and it looks different. Um, So we decided to to put that message in there in the video. And so the object of my love, the the object, the person, the the being that that brought this luck and this love was actually the dog. And uh, we kind of had a lot of fun with it. And um, it's it's a funny video, you know, and it has a lot of humor and just didn't stop laughing for days. My my, my well, first thought when it. I saw it was I want to get your dog together with our studio dogs here, uh, both who weigh ninety five <laughs> pounds. Um, we're talking to Athena about her debut U.S. produced album, Ready for the Sun Part One. You can talk with her too. You can call us at three four seven two one five seventy five eleven, or you can do what a lot of people have already done, uh, and and you can email us at musicfridaylive at gmail dot com. So why don't we get to some of the emails that have come in even before I announce okay. the email address? Okay, this is uh, Selma in Hollywood. And Selma asked a question that, that I asked uh, earlier, and that is, uh, will you be staying in L.A. or moving back to England or going back and forth? So why don't you remind Selma of what your answer is? Selma, I think I'm, I'm going to stay. <laughs> <laughs> Reluctantly, you know, huh? I will be going back to see my family and to do some touring over there, too, and see my friends. But I'm kind of trying to convince them to come visit me, too. And, and, you know, I want to be spending most of my time here. I just feel it is the right place for me. And creatively, I want to keep writing and working with these amazing musicians that I've been so, so lucky to collaborate with um, okay. and see what happens. Yeah. Uh, Beatrice in Los Angeles uh, wants to know, will you be signing CDs at the party tonight? Yes, I will. And she also has a, another note there says selfies, question mark. Selfies too, whatever you want. Um, okay. There will also be, according to what we were saying earlier about the, you know, the merchandise being environmentally friendly, there'll be, you know, a nice um, stand with, you know, organic fair trade t-shirts and a bottles, okay. you know, stainless steel bottles and stuff like that, you know, that people can, can get if they want to reduce their plastic um, as well. Very good. I love that. I love that. Um, well, um, speaking of, of, of mentors collaboration and, and, uh, and, and using things that, and using music for a better world, here is a song that you wrote with your producer that has always intrigued me. This is a stronger. I spend too much time with no land inside. I nearly gave up till you lit up tonight. You make me Now, 
this is a song that um, you wrote with your producer. Like I say, that has always intrigued me. On one level, it seems to be almost a relief that you're no longer lost at sea or in a huge new city and have found someone who allows you to find your strength. On another level, it says that you really need that anchor, that you're incomplete without it. Now, which is it, or is it both? It's actually both. All right. Okay. It's a spiritual anchor, my practice, my meditation, and then, and then um, Greece, uh, you know, the people yeah. I love, a relationship. It works on many levels, but I think we all need both, really. Okay. Um, there's an interesting thing you do in the production of that song. Uh, when you hit the high mm-hmm. notes at the end of the chorus, you come right up to the edge of cracking. And, and I know you can go higher because I've heard you do it. And the way you do that, it kind of paints you as vulnerable, not weak, but vulnerable. Did you do that strategically to kind of color the song with a bit of, of, of extra humanity in it? Yes, um, I think I, I love that. Um, you know, um, I actually have, you know, three octaves and, and, and a big range. But, uh, you know, I think uh, it's very important to allow that fragility and and you know, those those little uh, raw things and cracks in the voice, um, just allow them to, just allow the emotion, basically, to dictate how you interpret a song. Well, the emotion has to come It works very well. It works very well. Thank you. Well, we have time for just one more song, and, um, well, h- here it is. We, we've talked about having a personal anchor versus making your own luck. Well, this song seems to ex- to extend that, but also to answer the question, this is the song, Everything to Me. You pick up the pieces and you start again And who knows where and who knows when It's like a mountain, you know Trying to tell the river not to flow That, that's another song that's addictive, and I especially like the environmental references in it. You know, uh, living in California, you have the mountains, and you have the oceans, and you have the, the rivers. So mm, thank you for that. Song. Absolutely. All right. It may not be for you, but for me, it's, it's about California, which is my home. Mm, mm. Uh, well, unfortunately, Lovely. we've been having too much fun, and the clock has uh, is about to tell us that. So, all right. Um, oh, it went by so yeah, fast. I know. But, uh, <laughs> Uh, we, we should uh, remind people uh, where the party is tonight, the CD release party is tonight. Yes, it's at the Hotel Cafe in Hollywood um, at 8.30. Uh, actually, you can come as early as 7, I think, doors open. Uh, there'll be other support acts as well. Um, but um, for those of you who are working, 8.30 is fine. I'll be there. I'll be there to say hello afterwards and take pictures and have a drink with you guys or sign CDs or whatever you want. Um, and they will be, yeah, we'll be hanging okay. out and celebrating. All right. 
Uh, and, and the new album is Ready for the Sun Part 1. It's available on iTunes, Google Play, and Amazon.com. And don't forget, check out her website, www.athenaandriades.com. And again, if you're in the the Los Angeles area, you should be at the Hotel Cafe tonight off Coenga in Hollywood at uh, 8.30. Um, and Athena, thank you so much for taking time off um, for what I'm sure is getting ready for the party tonight. Okay, we have to take thank a break Thank you so now. much for having me. <laughs> oh, well, we love, we love having you. We have, <laughs> we, have to, uh, we have to take a break now, and uh, when we come back, Solas Deus, so don't go away. This is going to be lots and lots of fun. World Arts brings the entire music world together on one global stage. We give artists the tools to sell and license their music, interact with industry pros, and play live to a whole new audience. Wherever they are on their journey, we want artists to get paid for what they create. At World Arts, fans can discover new songs, get exclusive rewards, and crowdfund projects for artists. Brands can offer opportunities for artists to create original content that fans can instantly vote on and share. World Arts is the global music platform where we can all rise above the noise. Take your career to the next level. Discover new artists. At World Arts, it's all about the music. Yes, it's all about the music, and we're all about the music. And let me just remind everybody that Music Friday Live is a partner uh, with WorldArts.com. They're our broadcast partner. We're there on the platform. You should be, too. It's free. It's a great way for bands to meet new fans. It's a great way for fans to meet new bands. It's a great way for people in the music industry to meet one another. So go to WorldArts.com and join us there. Well, those of you who listen to Music Friday Live regularly know that I have had very few heavy metal bands on the show, the last one being Xander Demos last year. Well, partially that's because there are just so many alt-rock groups and rap groups and singer-songwriters and country bands and jazz and torch singers and what have you that I just don't get around to it. But it's also partially because heavy metal isn't acquired. You were raised with it. You don't get it. But there is a it's a huge genre. Millions of people get it and love it, which means that it is something that Music Friday Live should pay attention to and have on the air. Well, I think I get it now after a week of listening to metal bands, especially to our next guest band, Solus Deus. Solus Deus produces music that they describe oh, okay. as brutal, heavy metal with just the right amount of thug. They specialize with a demonic deep voice singing, heavy guitar riffs, pounding drums, lyrics that create horror movie images. Solus Deus is a unique creature even in the heavy metal world. And the founder of this unique creature, Jay Collins, is with us today. Jay, welcome to Music Friday Live. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's an honor to be on, on your show, Patrick. Did I get anything wrong in your in the introduction? No. I mean, that's pre- pretty much it. I mean, yeah, you got it right. Thank you for that. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, I'm uh, for our 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 um, audience who may not be familiar with all of the various uh, flavors of of metal music. Could you tell us what thug metal is, where it is in the pantheon of heavy metal, and where it came from? Yeah, definitely. Um, well, it's uh, it's kind of definitely its own creature. Um, you know. Uh, 
one of our great friends, uh, just loves music and he loves heavy metal, grew up with heavy metal, but, you know, we all mostly live on the West Coast and growing up in the 90s on the West Coast, you're going to get a lot of uh, uh, hip-hop rap influence, you know, being here with uh, the whole NWA blowing up and Tupac being so big and Snoop Dogg, all that. Um, so we've played metal, we've played bands, we've done a lot of stuff, so this is just kind of us just uh, pulling out everything, everything we have and what, what we like and uh, the ma- major genres that we just love and, and love to have fun with is, is rap or hip-hop and just brutal heavy metal. So in the way of thinking um, of Tupac, uh, how he had thug life and everything, which means, you know, everybody, anybody who's struggling out there and still doing life is basically a thug, you know. And uh, taking that in metal, going thug metal. So okay, it, it's right. really heavy, heavy guitars and metal with a, a real hip hop influence, especially with the the drums and the bounce and the the group. All right. Well, well, well let's give everybody a, a sample of what the, all the excitement about. This is a punishment. Okay, the more I listen to that and and to your your other other songs, the more I realize that this is an art form. Uh, you create kind of a, a hellish sonic environment, and then you deliver a message from within that environment. Um, what's the message you're delivering there? Uh, this one is is uh, more simple than most. This is really just uh, a moment of where I was just extremely upset at someone taking advantage of like my kindness and I mean I'll be the first one to admit it when when I really get hurt or you know someone um, tries to get one over on me you know I'm really really mad and that's where the song came from it's just an emotion which I love to get out on paper and into songs emotion that I feel like a lot of us have that was just you know really 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 mad and, and angry at someone and uh, you sounded like it, I, I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, the the voice that you create. Now, now I understand that if you don't do it correctly, and maybe even with the help from a voice coach, you can actually injure your throat. Do, do you have a voice coach? Have you tried to do that? Um, I've had voice coaches, definitely, uh, periodically through my career and teaching me where to, even though it's screaming, you still have to swear, sing or sing, you know, your diaphragm, not your chest or your throat. Um, that's, you know, uh, from your throat, you're just, that's, that's the ability to throw. A lot of hardcore singers uh, have had had surgeries and been able to have to stop singing, period, because of it. Whoa. Yeah. That's heavy <laughs> surgery. Wow. Yeah. Okay. A lot of um, warm-up. I mean, even for us, even more important for us to warm up before we go on stage or go in the, the booth or anything. Oh, I'd, I'd love to be a fly in the wall, listen to the warm-up on that one. 
Um, <laughs> you, you, you seem to, to, to take on the, the persona of a character when you sing. Uh, are, are you a character singing, or are you Jay singing the voice of a character? Um, I, I'm a character when I get into that. I create, I kind of, music for me is spiritual and emotional and it reaches, you know, just deep down in the soul. And so I want that, um, energy to come out. And so, you know, it's not that, you know, on the punishment song, for example, it's not that I'm going to go out and actually visions or something, but that is the emotion that I have inside and I need to get that out. Well, the, uh, the the music titles and the illustrations uh, in both your music and in in, in the metal world in in general are uh, kind of over the top, and particularly in your case, they're brilliant. Uh, are they meant to be camp? Do bands try to outdo one another with their logos and their album covers and their artwork? Um, I I really hope that's the mentality because I feel like we all should be pushing each other, and if we're not, then music just becomes dull and just becomes another dull thing we have in life. So I feel like we do. I feel like uh, we got to go more bloody. We got to go more uh, horror style, you know what I mean? Than they are. That was awesome. Okay, now let's go even bigger and better, you know? Definitely. I I would hope so. But it's it's sort of campish, though. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Okay. Yeah. (laughs) All right. All right. Now, now uh, I understand that Solus Deus emerged from your, your partnership with Wayne Miller and, and eventually it, it originally was supposed to be a part-time project. What happened to make it the great full-time project that it's become? Um, man, just uh, the right things going at the right moment. Uh, you know, just the connections and the, the friendship we all have. Uh, I mean, when, like you said, kind of just got together, we wanted to, we were in a band before he was, got, you know, signed to Nuclear Blasting on Bleed the Sky. Um, so we wanted, after he was out of Bleed the Sky and they, they weren't doing anything, we just wanted to work together. It took years and years, but uh, finally we were able to get together. Uh, we wanted, you know, our friend, his friend from Bleed the Sky, drummer, to uh, play uh, on the track. And we had the bass players been in a band with me before and I've known him for years. Our publishers know the bass player and they actually hit up Rocky Gray who has been living sacrifice. Uh, better even known as he was the drummer for Evanescence for a couple um, those first albums. Um, it just kind of come together. We're all kind of clicking and, and everything's just coming the right way and it's just evolved. It's, as I can describe, it's just evolved. Okay. Um, I'm going to uh, to to play uh, one of the songs from the, uh, the album. And the, the video of this particular song is, is a, a riff on the walking dead, zombies. And this is uh, the horror of the I'm a regular psycho, 
I'm still amazed at, at, at the way you control your voice. Well, in looking at the video, it, it seems like the title refers to the horror of being dead and alive. But, in, you know, in, in, in some belief systems, nothingness is kind of the ultimate goal. People spend decades learning to meditate to the state of nothingness. So is, is this song kind of making sort of an under-the-table statement about the value of nirvana? No, um, actually, right now, that uh, has a lot to do with uh, it, it, The Walking Dead, but that we inside, a lot of us die inside and do not actually live or love. And the horror of just having nothing inside, no love, um, no feelings, you know, maybe you let something get out of control and it just kind of uh, makes you feel nothing inside. You don't feel anything. Uh, feelings and so the horror of that and walking around you know feeling like that and kind of just explaining how gruesome and bloody that can be inside okay all right we're talking with uh jay the singer from the the metal band solus deus and you can talk with them too you can phone in to three four seven two one five seventy five eleven or you can email us at uh, music friday live at gmail.com and uh Oh, uh, an email just popped up. So why don't we uh, go to the emails here? Uh, this is uh, uh, Taylor in uh, Taylor the Man in L.A. And Taylor the Man wants to know: Do you have any concerts coming up? Uh, we love the idea of crashing rapid metal together. Oh, sweet! That's awesome. Um, right now, we don't have any plans to show. Right now, uh, maybe towards the end of the year. Right now, we're actually in the process of writing for a full length that will come out um, hopefully early 2017. Okay. All right. You can, so you, you don't plan on any live concerts between now and when the album comes out? Um, we just don't have anything planned now, but we definitely want to. Um, so definitely, you know, com. We'll, uh, we'll definitely update that as soon as we get something going. Okay. Top Gun in Anaheim wants to know, what's your guitar style? Uh, do you shred or do you jink? I, that's a word I'm not familiar with. D-J-E-N-K. Maybe you can explain that. Um, DJ, uh, E-N-T, uh, like jink. It's a style of uh, guitar playing where it's uh, I play it more of like a chug, like instead of maybe like that. Then Mashuga kind of basically bred that into existence with their style. But we do both. I mean, we shred a lot and we love to gent all the time because we love gent bands. Of course, Mashuga. And uh, so it's a, hopefully we do uh, a little bit of both, and, and both genres can enjoy it. Okay. Uh, Boogie in Phoenix wants to know, do you ever play in uh, metal festivals like uh, Rock Allegiance or Shadow Woods? Um, we haven't. Uh, we've been offered some festivals um, uh, later down, down on the line, uh, but... Not yet. Right now, we mostly play L.A. Um, Whiskey and Go-Go is the, the common spot that we've hit um, a few times. But um, 
stay tuned because uh, there are some big things. Now that we're signed uh, to EMP Label Group, um, a lot of things are opening up for us. So we're kind of uh, taking it in, everything in, and, and trying to see where we, uh, what our plans are. Okay. All right. Uh, we're we're going to hold off on the emails that we got some more coming in, but I, I want to get back to, uh, to music. Uh, you've just released an, a new song, and I promised everybody we, we'd uh, give them a little preview of the song. It's called Immovable, and like you said, you're working on an album for release uh, later. So uh, here is Immovable. <laughs> Now, the guitar riff in the intro of that and the characters in your voice um, are, are just really stunning. What was the concept that led to that song? Um, really, um, you know, even we're not trying to, like, reinvent metal or trying to do, like, uh, you know, rap metal or say that we're really something. We call it one thing because we're having fun and that's what we call it, but... Um, a lot of people, uh, especially metalheads, they're really hard to um, to break from the norm sometimes, and I'll be the first one to admit. But um, a lot of people actually, you know, are, are hating on this music because of what we're calling it, or they don't want to understand it, or, you know, they just want straight metal, and that's fine. Like, you know, every, every to each his own, but that's where that song, this song comes about. It's uh, the chorus, you know, I know exactly who I am, and your judgment um it means nothing to me, you know what I mean? I'm going to do what I love and I like and make happy for myself and anybody who wants to come around and, and enjoy and fun and, you know, they will. And that's where that really song came from. And uh, I just really try to uh, liven it up with a little bit of uh, to help with my, you know, my, my boys and solo days. We all, you know, we really get to the studio and, and the magic happens there. We, we, it happens within a few days and it happens quick and we just, uh, we just go with it and have fun. How does a song like that develop? Where do you start? Do you start with the lyrics or with an idea, a bass line, a drum line? Where, where do you begin with something like that? Uh, guitar, uh, guitarist, uh, puts out a shred and says, Hey, I did have this, you know, new riff that I'm liking. Like, what do you guys think? send it to some of us go, oh, I like this, I like where you're going with it, but it needs to be heavier or uh, I need to, you know, chop it up, chunk it, you know what I mean, uh, degent it a little bit or, or something like that. And we kind of give here and there. Then basically we do that for a little bit and then right in the studio. And, um, you know, I'll have a little bit of a rough scale of what the song will be like. So I'll take how I write is I take the music and I go on how I feel the music uh, relates to me and what it's trying to tell me. I, I feel like the song tells me something when they write the music. It's 
I love music. So when they write the music, it's awesome, and I'm just hyped, and I'm just like listen to it, and then uh, you know whatever I feel like the song is is telling everybody, I try to write to that. Okay. Well, speaking, you just said something I want to circle back around to, and that is you're you're you know who you are, and you're comfortable with who you are. The name Solus Deus means only God, and you've Correct. said that the most important thing in your life is is your God. But you're not religious. Uh, how does that work? How, how does that inform your music? Um, and your wrestling status does mean that. And uh, even though we aren't particularly uh, what you know someone's going to say as a Christian band, because we're really not you know preaching or anything like that, or or uh, giving any kind of sermons, you know. <laughs> but not all of us are Christian, but. Solus Deus um, basically means only God to, to me, and I know for Wayne, because that's where we came up with it, just is that only God can really take away uh, your pain. Um, for me, I've tried everything else, but, you know, no matter what, really what your God is, um, and for me, you know, I'm not religious because I don't really go to church every Sunday. I don't do everything that the normal uh, Sunday person would do. Um, but I try to live and I, and I believe in creation and I see it every day and I just try to live accordingly. Um, so I'm not really religious. I don't do everything every day. I don't go to church every week. I don't, uh, I might not pray every day, uh, but I feel like I'm in a constant communication with the creator. So uh, it, I guess it's just a little different. I'm not very religious, just, but I do see creation. Okay. All right. Well, good for you. Um, uh, and of course, you know, when you say God, there, there are lots of different concepts of God. Um, right. Christianity being only one of them. Uh, um, I was kind of curious about the um, the illustration for your new song. It, it looks like a takeoff on a Catholic priest wearing a, a cross, but with a skull head, <laughs> with a de- demonic smile, and of course the finger signs too. Uh, did, did you do that, or do you, do you have somebody who does your illustrations for you? Because whoever it is is really good. <laughs> um, that one actually was done by one of our friends, um, Anthony Burt, um, who did that one and uh, another one that we have, a T-shirt that we have on sale. But it's either him or our guitarist, Rocky Gray, does uh, our album artwork and our other shirts as well. Well, I, I, I like them all, and uh, <laughs> right, uh, and I also uh, want to make sure that we have an opportunity to to play uh, an, uh, a song from uh, actually the title song from your last album. That would be the Blood Trail, which itself has a great illustration on on the cover. So, why don't we just listen to a little bit of the Blood Trail here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And that, of course, is the the title song from the the Blood Trail album. We're almost out of time, but we, there's a couple of emails I, I did want to uh, to get in here. One is from Lindsay in Atlanta, and Lindsay wants to know: Are there any girls in metal? Yes, lots, lots, definitely. Um, okay, there's a ton. I mean, there's yeah, there's definitely guitar players, to drummers, to singers. Um, okay, yeah. I actually know one, a good friend of mine, Militia Box, in um, in New York City, is a, uh, a a metal guitarist and singer. You should check her out, Lindsay. And then um, Roger in, in um, um, Seattle wants to know if is there any relationship between what you do and grunge? Um, no, not. I mean, we like of course grunge as. Yeah, <laughs> right. No, <laughs> definitely the the grunge capital of the world for sure. Um, you know, I think we on our uh, us as musicians take everything you know uh, lessons from every great genre. I I think if you try to say I don't listen to that genre at all, I think you're missing out on great music. I think every genre of music is beautiful. Uh, I listen to everything. Even I'll listen to some Bach sometimes, or I'll listen to some Thelonious Monk just to, you know, really get a wide variety of music. But um, it's uh, it, it kind of a, a different a, a subcategory. I mean, grunge is, is is a different type of metal to me. Um, so in a way, yes, but very opposite as, at the same time. Okay. All right. Well, I, I agree completely with you about listening to all genres of music, which is why you're on today, just to make sure that we yeah. here at Music Friday Live don't forget a genre of music. The one genre I don't listen to is classical, but my, I draw my line is whether or not you can dance to it. But as somebody pointed out to me, ballerinas <laughs> dance to classical all the time, so i got to realize that thought. Well, we we are out of time, uh, and I want to thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. This has been really fun. Thank you, Patrick. I really appreciate it. I, I really appreciate you having us. It's been, it's been an honor. Well, uh, tell us where people can get your music. Um, the easiest anywhere, really. I, iTunes to Amazon to Google Play to um, Bandcamp. Um, if you go to uh, com, that'll kind of get you a quick link to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of that. So com is the, the easiest way. All right, so all, all um, and follow you on on all of the socials and uh, give these people a good list is really magnificent. Like I say, they're a unique creature. Again, Jay, thank you for taking the uh, the time to be with us. This is uh, Jay Collins, who's literally, literally the voice of Solus Deus. So and and like I said. Hear their new song at SoundCloud and get their music at all of the usual places. You've been listening to Music Friday Live with Patrick O'Heffernan from the Cyber Station USA Network, the Blog Talk Radio Network, and our radio affiliates. Like our Facebook page, follow our Twitter feeds, and get real-time updates on our guests. Vote. You can you can uh, send us email questions. If you didn't get your email questions in or you're listening to us on a podcast, go right ahead and send them to us. We'll forward them on to the uh, artist today. 
Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartlebin. Our intern is Angeline Sorano. You can download this and other Music Friday programs at cyberstationusa.com or at blogtalkradio.com slash musicfriday. Actually, it's going to be up at blogtalkradio.com slash musicfriday in about 30 seconds, so that would probably be the place to go. We're off next Friday for the holiday. Yes, even the crew at Music Friday Live takes holidays, so check our Twitter stream and our Facebook page for our June 3rd guests, and I know one of them is going to be the Meku Sound System. So, and meantime, have a great musical weekend. Bye.